0: Hey, friends, and welcome back to another week of the Daily Cup podcast with me, your host, April. I am so excited to have you back again today as we move through season three of this podcast. It has been wonderful so far, and I look forward to more times together. So, today we are going to take a dive into the power of voices. What voices, you might ask? Well, make sure and grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea and meet me right back here so we can talk about it. All right, friends, so let's get started. Let me go back to the days when I was a kid and Saturday mornings were fabulous. I remember me and my brothers could not wait to have Saturday morning come around. We would go in the kitchen, grab us a bowl of cereal milk and sit down in front of the TV and watch our favorite cartoons that came on TV. I remember one of my favorites was Chili Willie the Penguin. <laughs> I don't know if any of you remember that. They would play, um, woody woodpecker first and then they would have chili willy the penguin afterwards was my favorite so why am i talking about cartoons okay so i remember whenever we would watch cartoons there every once in a while would be um this character who would be having basically like a devil on one shoulder an angel on the other talking back and forth and about what you know, it should or shouldn't do that cartoon character. And I know this is a very um trivial way to think about this as something so powerful, but it brought back to mind that. So it's something that whenever I read what we are about to read here, it reminded me of that. Um, just like a little picture of being as a kid. So this passage that we're about to read is Matthew chapter four, verses one through 11, okay? We're gonna take a look at this passage. It's one that I have read, I can't even tell you how many times through the years, and there was just something different about it. I read it the other day, and it just hit me in a totally different way and made me see some really, what I feel is amazing things from God. So let's take a look at Matthew chapter chapter 4, verses 1 through 11 from the New International Version. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and the angels came and attended him. Okay, wow, that word is absolutely amazing. We could learn, man, so many things from this passage, and I don't even know where to begin. But let's just start off by saying that all silliness of Saturday morning cartoons aside, this message right here is so powerful. I really felt it in my spirit of that feeling of what Jesus must have felt like in this moment. I remember reading this passage as a kid and thinking, well, yeah, he was Jesus. Of course, he did not fall into temptation, right? Because Jesus was perfect and all these things. But as I grow up and I am an adult and realize how Jesus was A man also, he was flesh. He truly went through temptations as a man. It says here he didn't, he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and he was hungry. I mean, that had to be hard whenever Satan came to him and said, you know, tell these stones to turn into bread. You know, like that's something so easily he could have done, but. Obviously, it says here in verse one that Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. This is just another thing just to prove that, you know, it does not matter who we are, y'all. It does not matter who we are. Whenever we are human and flesh and bones and all that stuff, we will be tempted And a lot of people or some people think that if you're a Christian and you live a perfect life and you're doing good, that you're not going to be tempted and everything should be fine. And you're always going to have the covering of God. And here's the thing. As a Christian, we always have the covering of God. Okay. Uh, however, we can be tempted. God specifically does not tempt us however god does allow temptation um he does and this proves it right here that he was led into the wilderness to be tempted um and it's just incredible it talks about all of these things that are written in first john two sixteen. so if we take a look at first john chapter 2 Verse 16, it says for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life comes not from the father, but from the world. All these things that Satan tried to tempt Jesus here with, uh, he tells them about, you know, something fleshly, which is food and would just sure make Jesus' body feel so wonderful. <laughs> Um, also it talks about him throwing himself down and that the angels will be, you know, come and save you. Um, this is something, I mean, he was, he was messing with his, with his mind. He was messing with, um, I don't know if you have ever fasted for a really long time, but you start to feel different. You start to have your mind completely different, um, especially whenever you're fasting and you don't have food at all. And I am sure that this was a difficult moment for Jesus as well. But in that time that he was fasting, he had a deeper relationship with God and he knew that all those things were just going to be temporary, all the feelings, all the things in his mind. Um, And then also he tempted Jesus by telling him, Uh, showing him all the world. I mean, this is 100% pride of life here about talking, I will give all of this to you if you would just bow down and worship me. That's something that happens a lot, y'all. And we can just look at this passage here and be like, oh, duh, Satan came up to him and obviously he said no because he knew better. But how many times in our life do we fall for things of this world, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And even we can have great things that are from God, like all good things come from God, the Bible says, but we can also have good things from God and that pride of life can come out in us and us say like, oh yeah, it's from God, but really in our hearts, we think it's because of what we did. You know, so we need to be very careful about even the great things we have, whether it be, you know, we talk about material things on this podcast before, but, you know, pride of life, it comes from, you know, material things that we have, homes, cars, jobs, money, wealth. You know, so we need to be very careful that whenever we do receive these blessings from God, that we make sure that we're always giving the glory back to God. Right. So that's one thing. Another thing is, is that the the power of voices that we're talking about here, reading this passage, it just touched my spirit so much. I felt a heaviness of Jesus on one side saying all these things and Satan on the other side saying something else and tempting him. And it was so incredibly profound to me how Satan in this moment, he, he is literally quoting scripture here. Whenever he says, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. We need to be so careful, friends, to the voices that we listen to. We can even hear voices from something that sounds right, something that sounds good, and it is not for our good. So we need to make sure that we are in the word. We need to make sure that we take time for prayer and fasting throughout certain times of the year or whenever you feel it upon your spirit, that God is leading you to that, to make sure that the voices that we hear are voices from God. Because again, it can be disguised and packaged in this beautiful word that is not of God. Okay, so let's just be really careful about that. Also, I just want to point out here that through this whole temptation, every single time Jesus was tempted, what did he say? He responded with a word from God. So he always went back to scripture. It wasn't his opinion. It wasn't what he felt or what he thought. He went back to scripture of what? he says like, for it is written, worship the Lord, your God and serve him only. So every time he was tempted by Satan, he threw scripture right back at him. And sometimes that's why we can't even get out of temptation or we fall into sin because we're not staying in the word. We're not staying strong. We're not surrounding ourselves with other brothers and sisters in Christ who we can be, um, encouraged by and lift one another up. So we need to make sure that we're doing those things. So that way, whenever we do fall in temptation, we just throw it right back in Satan's face. Like not today, Satan, not having it. This is what God says. And you guys, sometimes we fall for it because we get tempted and we're like, oh, you're right. You're right. Like whatever that voice is, that's telling us to be tempted, or we're not good enough, or this, that, or the other, and then you fall for it because you don't believe it yourself. You don't believe that you can overcome that. But that's the thing. It's not about what we feel. It is about what God says and what God's word says. That's why it is the foundation of who we are as Christians, because our feelings, our thoughts will be ebb and and flow. We might be happy one day and we might be sad in the next. Oh my goodness, we might even be happy in one day and sad in the next second. You never know. Like we all have different feelings and or really emotional or maybe not thinking at our ultimate capacity that we can. So let's make sure that we are deep in the word of God and make sure that every time Satan tries to throw something our way, that we will just throw the, God, the word of God right back to him. Okay, one last thing here before we close, friends, and then I'm going to give you your nugget for the week, okay? Let's talk about something really quick. In case you don't know the difference, this is just a biblical help for you to understand that just because you are tempted does not mean that you are sinning. Okay. Jesus was tempted here, but he never sinned. Like we said, he always went back to the word of God, word of God, word of God. Okay. And it's also a prophetic thing that it was three times he was tempted and three times that he uh, gave. Back the word of God to Satan, so that's just another thing to point out. But just remember that just because you are tempted does not mean that you have fallen into sin. I really feel like this is an age old trick that Satan continues to get by and just slips through our hands, or you know, it's just we feel tempted and then we already feel defeated, okay. And then we just are like, okay, well, might as well just do it. And then we fall into sin. Now, I'm sure it doesn't go exactly like that, the dialogue, but I'm just saying that's a really quick and human way of thinking about the version of sin. Like you feel tempted, you feel down, you have a hard time thinking, and then you end up sinning. And sometimes sometimes you know, Satan is so good in the way, and I'm not saying that Satan is good, but I'm saying he's so tricky in the way of sly, you know, like it says in the very beginning of Genesis that he's a serpent, right? And so he's very sly about what he does and sneaky and making us believe that whenever we're tempted, that we've already had this thought so much that it's like, oh, like I feel like I already sinned already. like, well, what's the difference? I mean, I've already thought about it so much. Like, why don't I just do it? Like, no, don't do it, okay? You've been tempted, but you can stop it. Just throw back the word of God in Satan's face. And lastly, to close, I just want to say this. Another thing that really stood out to me in this message was this passage starts right off by saying that Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted and boom I mean right after that it's temptation after temptation after temptation now God was obviously in the midst of this okay however it does not say that there was relief for Jesus technically until the very end after the third time That he was tempted and the third time he threw it back in Satan's face. It says, then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. Jesus had a really rough time during this time. And perhaps, I don't know, us as Christians or us just, you know, being tempted and having this moment of feeling that maybe God isn't around even though he is. But here's our nugget for today. When I have a test, I will turn it into a testimony. When I have a test, I will turn it into a testimony. Why do I say this? Because during this time, I am sure that Jesus might have felt alone very tempted, and very exhausted, I imagine. Again, he was fasting for 40 days. I don't know. It doesn't say that, but he was human, okay? So I'm thinking that he felt very tired and very defeated, but he went back to the true word of God, not his feelings, but what the word of God says. And then, and only then, does it mention that after the devil left him, that is whenever the angels came and attended to him. And because of that, because Jesus fought so much through this to be able to fight off Satan by, you know, thankfully the power of the Holy spirit, then the angels came and attended to him. And I just want to give you that encouragement today because he did that because he went through that test. There was a testimony there. There's something for us to learn. So, Whenever you're feeling tempted, friend, I don't want you to give up. I want you to make sure that you keep on going. I want you to make sure that you learn the word of God. If you don't know, go and ask someone who knows. If you go to a church and you have your pastor around or a youth pastor, Or a uh, leader of your church who you feel that you can go and ask questions to, or maybe a good friend, or even going back to these podcasts here and listening to the Bible verses and learning more about it. Any way that you can learn more about God. So that way you can build feel protected. You can feel like you can go out and fight anything. The Bible says in Ephesians that we are like soldiers of Christ. We put on our arm, our armor of war, and we go out every single day. I hope you never forget that. This life isn't necessarily meant to be easy, okay? There's going to be a lot of things in life that we're going to face, this life we live in is a fallen world, okay? And we all know that and we're all going to have struggles. But then whenever especially whenever we're Chris, we're Christians and we lived with chains and ties and so many things to weigh us down for so long and then we're trying to get rid of those things and we're walking as a new creature in Christ and and when we can even be Christians for a long time and still be battling things and then overcome those things. And then like Satan doesn't like that. He he is not for that. So he is going to try to pull us down more. So let's make sure that we fight through it, that the voices that we hear, we make sure that it's the correct voice. It is the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Spirit moving through us so that way we can overcome. And just like Jesus here in that moment, remember this nugget for the week. When I have a test, I will turn it into a testimony. Keep on fighting, friends. Keep on digging for knowledge and keep on living in victory in Jesus name. Thank you, as always, for joining me. This word this week was just so powerful and I was just So excited about it. So thank you for joining me. I hope you took something from that and we'll share with others. We'll feel encouraged and want to talk with others about it and just learn more about the word of God and for us to stand in victory because you are already a victor because Jesus has overcome on the cross for you. Okay, so don't forget that friends. Let's go ahead and close in a word of prayer, and then I'm going to have an announcement or two afterwards, okay? Father God, we thank you so much for this message that you gave us today, Lord. We know that there are so many times that we feel that we are going through tests, God. And I just pray that each and every one of us, whenever we're in this moment, Lord, that we would feel your presence, God, and that we would know just like your word taught us today, that even though we don't feel it possibly in that moment, or even if we don't see it in that moment, you always have your angels to come and minister to us, God, to help us, Lord. To, you always have your word there for us to dig back into. And your Holy Spirit is with us always, God. We thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for Jesus's life. And we pray that just like him, God, that he fought through this test, Lord, and at the end, there was a beautiful testimony, God. I pray for each and every one of my friends that in their life, they would continue to fight, God. They would continue to walk through those tests and know that they're not alone, and at the end, have a beautiful testimony that they can share with others, Lord, for your glory. In Jesus' name, I pray amen. All right, friends. So that wraps it up for this week. I just want to thank and announce that we have another country on the map who has joined us here on the Daily Cup podcast. So help, help me in joining and congratulating our friends from the country of Spain, España. Bienvenidos amigos. Thank you so much for being with us, and we pray that you continue to listen and all of our friends around the world and all of the countries, or I'm sorry, the states that are growing inside the country of the United States as well. My hope is that this word would continue to move, that the power of God would move across this world and just give some joy and hope to all of our friends out there. So thank you so much again, friends. May you have a blessed week. And remember to drink in the wonderful daily cup of God's word. So your cup always overflows.